ladies and gentlemen, this is the 72nd episode of Concerned Dabs Podcast. I'm your host, Katie M. Kane. My guest tonight, ladies and gentlemen, I am a guest in his spot at Beers, Bungs, and Bullshit Podcast. He is the host. He is also known as Han Cholo, also known as George Flopez, also known as True Justice, a.k.a. my homie, T.J. Regalado. What's up, bro? What up, man? Happy to have you back. Happy you have me back. Yeah, man. Thanks, yeah. man. It's it's so dope being in the same place at the same time. Yeah, it's oh, wonderful. Yeah. And we got to do the the fight podcast last night. Um, shout out to On One and Big P. Yeah. I was hoping they could join us tonight, but they weren't able to make it. So Yeah, the, the coil was messing up in the caddy, On One said. So There's our problems. Yeah. <laughs> Order that part, man. So... I guess uh, the the focus on the flyer uh, said that you were going to talk about your podcast, and then you also have some new music projects coming out. So yeah. um, I don't want to adhere to a schedule too much, dude. I like freestyling it. So, w- what episode are you guys on on the podcast, and how's it been going, man? Like, uh, we just wrapped up episode sixteen. Um, it's been going fantastic because I believe last time I was on your show, I didn't have a podcast yet, right? Nope. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, we got it moving pretty good. That was one of the benefits of COVID nineteen. I think. More time. Yeah, yeah, bored and trying to figure out what to do, and uh, yeah, just finally put everything in motion. It's been unbelievable. I love it. Yeah. I never thought I'd find something better that I enjoyed than making music, and I think podcasting has been it actually. So I agree wholeheartedly, <laughs> bro. Like it, it is. Like I still like doing music, but fuck, this shit just floats my boat, man. Yeah. Like earlier about the human aspects of typing messages online yeah, yeah. and it's like we'd rather talk about it on the show because yeah. it is more information and more emotion and people learn i think than yeah than reading the words online and um fuck dude like i i do like i i gotta do this every week yeah so i do music every two or three weeks yeah you know what i mean yeah and no, i feel it man i we uh, we didn't like set a schedule for like how often we'll do it uh, i asked you before about how much pressure you feel it takes on you to be like every sunday we do this yeah and uh but we try to do once a week i think one time we did two in a week and yeah i uh i i'll be honest man there's times i want to go every other day i'm just like yeah i'm ready to do it same. That's how I try to volunteer and throw my name in the hat, yeah. man. Yeah, because you've been on our show three times already. Yeah. yeah. Anytime somebody <laughs> flags, if it's an yeah. hour before, man, <laughs> I'll probably just be at home smoking bows. So yeah. it's like, yeah, I'll be there. Yeah. I'll show up, man. Yeah, people love them. Every episode you're on is one of our highest rated ones. So it's like. That's cool, man. Love the conversation when you're on the show, bro. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. You guys, too, man. Like, uh, fun to talk to people with similar experiences yeah. from very different backgrounds. Yeah. You know yeah natural flow and i feel like we always get some educational stuff in there for the people when we're talking they yeah. said they get to learn different aspects of yeah. it all hell yeah so much fun and you also um like we started out cannabis industry focused right and then it just so happened that more of the entertainment music and film homies were willing to coordinate and come on the show on a sunday yeah. night everybody else was a lot harder to get a hold of and get to commit to a date and so kind of entertainment and cannabis industry now so we have a really diverse list of you know people that we interview and i noticed that you guys have the same thing and you don't really have any yeah so, you know no you can do whatever the fuck you want <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean which i think is dope man it's it's fun to be so because man it was fun talking about weed all the time but when we'd get a break like some guy was a uh you know he'd be a musician and a weed guy and so it was like dude so much fun to yeah. talk to him too you <laughs> yeah. know and you guys, you've had all kinds of people just in the 15 episodes, right? Yeah, we've had, uh, gosh, we've had some, of course, some hip-hop artists. We've had a uh, comedian, um, podcasters. We had uh, some, like, uh, okay, producers. Yeah, yeah. Guys, yeah, we had a recording producer. Yeah, beat producer. Then we had, like, uh, I don't even know what we, Sandy Jefferson came on, and she's a, uh, um, she runs a page called like uh, Marijuana Madams, so it's like she just really likes to shed light on sex work. The, the norm, no, like the normal female, what what she described as like the normal average female that smokes weed too, because she said the industry was 
He's advertising like these sexy women, yeah. the standard of sexy women smoking weed. And she's like, what about the regular women that smoke yeah. weed? So she started this page. And so just had a great couple hour discussion with her about how she got that started. And man, I'm going to have to check that episode out yeah. and see if she'll come on our show. Yeah, I'm man. sure she'd love to. She's, she's just cool people. And, uh, you know, they came out uh, to Spokane from St. Louis. So a lot of the people we talked to are not from Spokane, of course. So, Transplants. Yeah. So we, like to talk to everybody about what their what landed them here, what their favorite food spots are. Um, but yeah, like on one wanted to start this podcast ago, yeah, years ago, and I laughed at. It. I was like, "Podcasts are for nerds, bro." I was like, "I don't want anything." What he mean? He's like, "No, they're cool," and I wouldn't listen to them, and I regret it because we'd be episode a thousand by now, I'm sure. Yeah, but um, it's a slow grind, yeah, man. We just we wanted something to to bullshit on to just because we we love to bullshit. And ever since, you know, the typical smoke break era of just like around have a smoke and bullshit, you know, those are always some of the best conversations of the day, that little time. And like, why not extend it without a limit then? Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I just made a joke, but semi serious, I guess, because I want our podcast to be like a blend of Joe Hogan, Howard Stern and the Breakfast Club. Yeah. Like, that's the blend I'm looking for. You know? No doubt, man. So. I, I feel like I get that vibe when I'm yeah. on there, man. You know? Like uh, all of those guys. Yeah. I, I also like Rude Jude. Yeah. yeah he's yeah. one of my faves. And then Nori, the super happy, positive guy. The drink I thought, champs, is that the one he does? Yeah, but I, I feel like he could work on his delivery just a little bit. Yeah. Maybe he's super faded when he's doing it. <laughs> yeah. It is drink champs, you know what I mean? But yeah. I still love his show, and he always tells stories. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's Almost every, sometimes it's a stranger he hasn't really worked with, but yeah. usually he's like, nah, I was on the road with this guy yeah. once, and he has, like, super dope stories, and I, I love that about his show, too. Yeah. yeah. We're having that place where we can talk without consequence. Yeah, man. Brainstorm, and um, and really, like, we talk about so much to educate people a little bit. We're not uh, scientists or psychologists or by any means uh, experts in almost anything no. but we have input a variety of it so why not share it with people yeah we have experiences to each other oh. that we that we have to draw from to, yeah. sh- to share sh- you know conversation and that that's the biggest thing yeah it's like uh, like everybody he's he's white guy or mexican guy i want i guess counts for white but yeah he, i know he's got some indigenous blood in but everybody's done music everybody's got I was like the weed guy, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's uh it's a cool diverse cast. Yeah. It's a blast. Uh it's a pretty cool cast. I didn't know he was on that Steady on the Grind song yeah. on your album on on track 18 disc yeah. one. I was like, Wait, that's it, man. Like if he's got bars, he he's also he's on another track on the album too called uh, uh Watch Her Go Club song. Oh, that's the one with Cordell yeah. and yeah. The, what was the purple? I'm purple, yeah. Yeah, that's the guy singing the chorus. Yeah. Yeah, you never met that guy that just uh, got mailed to you? Yeah. Damn. Cordell hooked yeah, me up. Yeah, you got to get, get him on yeah. the show. I was impressed. I'm like, yeah. that's pretty saucy chorus, right? Yeah, there. no, yeah. it was amazing. When he yeah. hit me up with that, he's just like, you mind if my guy gets on this hook? And I'm like, I trust you. So, yeah, you know, and I, I, I was expecting something cool. Cordell doesn't come with anything weak ever, so. But I wasn't expecting that. I was like, yeah, this is a mainstream beautiful right here. No doubt. No doubt album okay yeah so uh chicano u-turn <laughs> can, can we talk about uh your new project that you have coming out is it, is it out yet can people listen to it yet no not yet um i'm still recording so i just got all that figured out with some equipment and um so i'm actually trying to work on two final albums um, retire into podcasting after that tj yeah and i'll probably do you know feature work or some singles once in a while but i think i want to make these my last two projects have to do a whole one yeah. one song's way easier yeah i mean once you're in your 30s and you haven't really path of like this is gonna be what i'm gonna be doing it's like kind of like all right it's really a hobby now i'm just gonna leave it to that for myself because i don't nearly the effort it deserves to be a full-time gig so uh, and with this i don't have the need to get myself expressed as often but i have these albums written already so i would like to record them and get them out there at least so uh, veritas equatos is gonna be one yeah, is that that's Spanish? Latin. Okay. Latin uh, for true justice or truth and justice. Ah, that's right. And then um, the other one is going to be called uh, A Moment of Truth, which my son actually named, titled that one. Ah, dope. So, uh, 
Shout out to the boy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, once I get those two, you know, I, I, I said I was going to try to do about 12 tracks each, but knowing myself, I'm probably going to end up doing about 21, and Hell yeah. and hopefully hopefully that'll just wrap it up for me in that sense, and I can get more into the podcast. I'm still working on writing a book. And, uh, oh, really? Yeah. Uh, like an autobiographical? No, I'm actually doing something weird than I ever thought I would do. It's more of a, like a sci-fi fucking oh, shit. Oh, what? Yeah. What? Yeah, I never thought I would do that. But. Oh man, TJ, if you need anybody to proofread, bro, please. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll hit you up. I'll yeah, definitely hit you. please, yeah. man. I'll hit you up because I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm I'm character building right now. I got a cool concept, um, and I'm just trying to develop the chapter works now. And and is you're gonna works. do a book, not screenplay? I that's that's what's tough for me because I don't know the difference really. Like well, everything well, for me is movie based. Well, like okay, so my advice is if you're gonna do screenplay shooting it yeah like if you have a bunch of explosions and fucking spaceship fights and shit yeah that's fucking expensive yeah but if if it's just on a spaceship and you can do it in a hallway yeah and either you know do one long hallway and cheat it yeah. shoot it however or green screen it think those things when you're because it's all about yeah. the characters right and the dialogue yeah. and the interaction between but sometimes you do need to show yeah. setting and so it's for cheap yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like there's some really cool sci-fi channel they used to always green light a show that nobody else would do and it's yeah. like not the biggest budget but um but the 4400 have you heard of that show yeah set in northwest it started on the sci-fi channel bro okay it went two seasons i think and then season three cbs picked it up okay and you could just and they got see the budget. Yeah, <laughs> yeah bro like the, the just the way everything looked was a lot fresher and oh, yeah. newer and more high quality. So it doesn't matter if you don't have that budget in the beginning, yeah. it's your writing. Oh yeah. You know what I mean, yeah, I'll definitely hit you up to proofread it though. Cause I need somebody to, yeah, I'm excited about it. It's I am too, dude. Like I want to hear that. Cause that's the logistics of shooting the script we have right now is fucking tough. Yeah. Cause a lot of it's at nighttime yeah. in a location that's outdoors and like, fuck trying to, but we're still going to do it. Yeah. So if you if you're mindful of these things while you're writing the screenplay, dude, like you can make it shoot it yourself. Yeah. Written yeah. and directed and produced by yeah. true justice. Oh yeah. Or TJ Rego. Yeah. You could you could have like a different sci fi writer name. Right. That might be Han 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 Yeah, that'd be <laughs> sick, dude. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I pick up different things. Artists, we always need something to keep our mind busy, you know? Yeah. It's like, man, we're losing it. I agree, dude. And and that's the thing I'm glad about moving back home is, man, I get to hang out with more artist friends that are on the same tip. Like, nah, let's do it. Yeah. Nah. We used to always have to, like, save up money and wait the time. Yeah. And now it's like we pretty much got the gear. Yeah, so it's one call away. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know? So it's like let's schedule the time. And yeah. Work, yeah. And I think about this, though. My, my wife still wants to move out of here. And struggle with that because where did she move here from somewhere? No, she was born or no, she was born in California, but she's been here pretty much her whole life. But where does she want to slide to? A Z? Somewhere, yeah, somewhere with no snow. Oh, oh. crazy. Yeah. Nice TJ. Yeah. I, I want to snowbird the shit, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I just I struggle, man, because I could be happy anywhere <laughs> as long as I got my people around. Yeah. And, that that was the issue with me down there. I had two friends, my engineer at home and shout out to Willie Animal and my neighbor Civian. Yeah. Shout out to C man. Two buddies. Yeah. And paper making, you know, uh paper chase. Like yeah. that was that was my homie from T Mobile. He was the little homie, but he, he didn't come through that often. Yeah. Uh it's like I got you, I got on one, I got a couple homies on C V A res, I got my fam down in Lapway. Like yeah. it is it feels better to work with people who want to work with me yeah you know yeah it's, it's it plays a huge role it's like and she, she's got the money factor in mind or like the uh more money can be made for her career somewhere else or yeah. no winter I'm, no winter sounds great to me i can't stand the snow i don't like spoken specifically like six months of depressing weather and that takes a toll on everybody it does man but, it does like it have to have a bad day when the sun is shining yeah. like even if it was a shitty day at work in AZ it's like 
Yeah. Fuck, it's still 80. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to grab a beer after this is over and go home and chill out, you know? Yeah. And so that's good to hear because, like, for me, I think about it, I'm like, the weather could be nice as can be, but if I don't got my people around to enjoy it with, is it be nice? I feel like you'd uh, I got a little bit more family or extended friends from music down there that you could plug in with, but also you're Mexican, bro. So yeah. you're going to the laundromat on a Thursday night and it just all the Mexicans were there. And it's like fools were shining their rims, bumping their systems. <laughs> yeah. The fool comes through with their three-wheel bike, singing the corn and the cotton candy and shit. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And I was just like, my car away from my clothes. To <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, this, oh, this is, is the kick is <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. like the guy was playing cool shit. Like yeah. a couple, I'm like, yo, what song is that? Can I Shazam that? He's like, yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> like it, it, it was, it was time, man. And I, I'm, native i'm not mexican but it just felt good to be around yeah. some brown folks just kicking it oh yeah for the fuck I, of it i could relate bro yeah. that's how i felt in wisconsin when i couldn't find any mexicans i found the natives on the res and i was like my yeah. family yeah. <laughs> like, Let's kick it. hell <laughs> yeah man it was super dope man good vibes down there the, the other thing i say positive about that place is it fucking runs the yellow light yeah <laughs> everybody drives 10 over and everybody's got a gun there you go. Yeah. So it's. I've heard that about Arizona. Yes. Yeah. So it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do well with the driving ten over. I always drive about two under dude, everywhere. I so do I. When I got, it took like a month or two of people really fucking aggressively yeah. honking at me, yeah, like you gotta, get the fuck out of this lane, you <laughs> asshole. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then I was like, okay, it I just. Got, I got snapped. pulled over for driving too slow one time. Yeah, I I did that once in Portland too. <laughs> On Christmas. And I was just like, this is ridiculous. Are you serious right now? They said, yeah, you're being suspicious. <laughs> I was, yeah. You're going 64 in the left lane, sir. I'm like, it's nobody on the road. Right. It's Christmas. You know what I mean? And they're just like, like I ate a cookie an hour ago. You know, they're like, you're not supposed to. I'm like, dude, you know, I wasn't swerving. Yeah. Or just, you know, I was you're going just like, bored. You're just bored on Christmas. So you wanted to fuck with me. I was going like 30 and a 60. Oh, damn, that's yeah. super slow. <laughs> yeah. But, but it, I was in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> you know, it was when I moved out to Wisconsin and um, didn't people yet. So it's probably like, you know, 10, 10 o'clock at night. I'm in the middle of nowhere. So I wanted to go for a cruise. That's like how I got my peace of mind, you know, roll the windows down, put some music on. Hell yeah. And so I didn't realize I was on a highway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I'm just cruising because nobody's around. Yeah. So, uh, uh what's the other project uh veritas equat and then Equitas. and then the other one the, the boy name a moment of truth moment of truth and are they both going to be full-length albums or is one going to be a uh i'm expecting EP? they probably will be i know they'll at least they'll at the very minimum be 10 tracks each okay at the very minimum i'm, I'm i guess they're going to be out 15 to 20 okay. total but my, my homie Jimmy Raz has been sending me some beats too, so yeah. I'll forward to some. Oh, yeah. Things, man. yeah, I got I got so much good stuff stacked for it already. I got uh, most of my features, I think, already sent to me. Um, it's it's just one of those things where uh, I just bored. Yeah. So, like, writing has never been an issue for me. I'll just write, 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 write. Yeah. a studio at home, I'd be able to, man three three tracks a day easy day yeah and then when i didn't have a home studio no more and then going to that was the difference like oh man all of a sudden i gotta pay for studio time yeah. damn that can take a toll in the pockets hell yeah so i was like i gotta figure this out because but that sucks when your art's getting limited all of a sudden now because it is that's that's how it yeah. was when i moved to phoenix too dude it was like an hour and then it moved up to 60 an hour just like with rent and bills, yeah. I was by myself. So I just make the progress I wanted to make in two years. Yeah. So after two years, it was like, old lady said, come stay here. So like the homies like, yeah, go for it. Yeah. I'm like, cool. All right. In just a few months I've been here, I've gotten a lot of progress yeah. just with music and the podcast too, man. Like, uh, I haven't talked to in a while come on the show yeah. I, I forgot to say that to big p uh on the show last night but we we're talking about he asked if tyrant was doing video i didn't tie that question yet but we had a guy brooks bichard on our show in like january february and he went to high school with us and he makes games man okay it, it, like uh we couldn't say the company he worked for because we were talking about smoking weed and shit oh yeah too. yeah <laughs> and so i guess he's still 
it affects getting a job a little bit still, I yeah. guess, in that industry. But it was dude, like he his dope stories about going to school and then you know, at a certain job and then getting the next one and now now he has the job that he wants. Yeah. Video games, which is is cool, man. It's uh urging to know that people you you pass with are doing yeah. well on the path they're on now. You know? Yeah. Yes, flying here. Yeah. The third man with the salt gun, man. You got it. Oh yeah. Hey Jimmy, uh when we were talking about the guests that we've had on our podcast when you mentioned sex work, that was another guest that we had actually yeah. who came to talk about her story as a sex worker. Yeah, what was that like? Because I've been trying to uh coordinate one of those guests too. Yeah. That was that was cool. We want to have her come back because uh she she's not much of a public speaker or anything like that. Um and so since she never had like a platform for this kind of work. She was super nervous, so she was, she had been drinking all day before she got here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so you could tell she was a little buzzed when we started. And then, um, and of course, a story in front of three dudes probably isn't always going to be the most comfortable right away. But no doubt. But yeah, that was incredible. She she disclosed that she was you know ultimately she was recruited, and from the ages of twelve to seventeen. Damn. And she she said just recently with all the Save Our Children movement going on. When she finally realized, like, oh, my God, you know, I was trafficked as a minor. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. you know, like, that's it's, you know, intense. Like, how does that feel, like, looking back? And she, but her story is interesting because, you know, she she was in that game in Vegas and California for quite quite some time. Yeah. But she doesn't have any regrets. You know, she looks back at it and she even said that she doesn't, she was raped during those time frames. Yeah. She, she discussed a time where she was raped, raided from any of those encounters yeah and she said that she was a willing participant she didn't get any money from it at all she just had her room and clothes taken care of and all that shit and just it was interesting to hear her perspective because i think as a man or as men we we have so much judgment upon that whether it be jokes or whether yeah. to actually hear a woman's perspective that lived it was cool yeah that's why i would like a, a girl to come on the show because it's i i, I just answer our yeah. question if you don't want to, that's fine. Yeah. Whatever you want to tell about your story. Cause it is, there's dead cast in that direction. Yeah. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? And, uh, like a lot of the, the feminist movement too, doesn't always include that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And have a lot of dancer friends online from working. In, it's cool to see that they're still about that life. And yeah. Still include everyone else, you know? Yeah. And she, you know, she talked to about, uh, how she would, um, go back to that and basically open up her own establishment if it was legal to be able to just take care of the girls proper the proper way to let them do what they're comfortable with without getting their asses beat yeah. things like that because i'm a huge supporter of that i'm like I, that shit prostitution needs to be legalized in my eyes it really does yeah the, uh, a lot of the dancer homegirls too once they got rid of back page it's like that eliminates a lot of yeah. the safety and screening process that someone would have to yeah. make sure they're safe and you guys are taking that away yeah. and making it really yeah. unsafe they make it so dangerous and it's, it's like the moment you know as a father too like i, I preach it even more because i tell my kids like the moment you have to hide something or come up with a plan on how to lie to get away with doing it it's a bad idea yeah but in this case they say prostitution is the oldest career yeah known to man basically it's yeah it's been happening around. forever dude animals it happens with too <laughs> yeah it's like there's it's a uh, hate on it, you know. I'm, I'm, it's not my thing, but if to each their own, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If a woman somebody, wants to do it, like, why shouldn't she be allowed to? Somebody else's bedroom is not my business, yeah. man. You know. Yeah, but you got supply and demand out the fucking wazoo. Like, yeah. <laughs> like why not regulate, it make it safer? Yeah, and and I've it was like a it was Netflix or Hulu or something, but they were interviewing tricks. One of them was just like a super nerdy guy, and he was just like, "Man, I'm socially awkward. I can't go and talk to girls, but I need human interaction, and I am straight. I'm not gay." So he's like, "I look at it like a bill every month. You know what I mean?" And so dope. So he pay, <laughs> he, pay, he pays his bill, and that's that's how he looks at it. You yeah, know what I mean? it's like damn. it's as simple as that, right? And then yeah. otherwise, like still, I believe it with with drugs, as in regulate them. I agree. It's like. I don't I don't care how how much I don't agree with uh like heroin use or how much I don't care for it. it 
safer if somebody can go just in a store and buy exactly what they're expecting to get without the stigma of yeah or the dangers they put themselves through to get it. I've just seen people do the shadiest shit to get a hold of the shit that's going to kill them almost because they don't know what they're really getting. Yeah. It's, it's sad. Yeah, like a lot of those, uh, the fentanyl, the bootleg yeah. pills made with fentanyl and stuff too. So the people think they're getting one thing, but it's actually something totally yeah. different. And if you take it in this quantity, in this manner, yeah. you're a fucking croak, man. Yeah, and then you think about as to um, emergency services, what that does for... Uh, that shit Narcan, yeah. Um, the amount of uh, t- it takes for tr- training everybody to have it, the amount it costs a fucking bunch of money to get Narcan too. It can, anyways. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like four or five guys show up. Yeah. Ambulance, fire department. Yeah. You know I mean? And you know, I don't talk to these people who have overdosed, and they don't talk about how they intended to do that. It's generally, an accident. So if they knew exactly what they're getting, we could avoid those, avoid wasting emergency services times, can really move in a better direction. Yeah. Uh, pull up for yeah. that. It's like, nah, man, I guess. Yeah. With that either. I, yeah. I do. So locking somebody up for using is the stupidest thing in the world. Yeah. I mean, possession, stupid. Um, but I do. I'm a big believer in the behaviors that follow the yeah, use. Yeah, stealing. Stealing yeah. is not okay. Yes. I don't give a shit. Is not what okay. you're under the influence. If you decide to steal, you should get in trouble for what you you stole. Yeah. If you beat somebody's ass, you murder somebody, rape somebody, you gotta suffer those consequences. Regardless, that's the risk you take by using that. You can't. Yeah. You fall back on it and be like, oh, it's not an excuse, yeah. man. I mean, who gives us? Oh, I, I, I mean, they say. Yeah. You don't give a fuck if you were drunk. Like it don't fucking matter. You you chose to do this and you made that decision, so you're gonna suffer the consequence. It's probably one of the deadliest things we fucking put in our bodies all the time, and it's legal. Yeah, <laughs> it is. I like I try to stay conscious of that too, mindful of my limits and and not try and get sloppy. You know? Oh yeah, took years of practice. Yeah, <laughs> it did, dude. And made a lot of mistakes. And it's still something I still to this day like because I still think like, do I need it? Should I bother? Better without it. You and me both, yeah, brother. Yeah. You know, you and me both. I, I've there was times where we first started doing the podcast and on the call with Mitchell and be like, "Fuck, dude, I threw up this morning. Like, I drank one too many beers yeah. last night. Felt like shit." And Mitchell's been sober for a while. Oh uh, yeah, and he, yeah. He's and so he preached to me, but yeah. he just I'd be like, "I got to get a streak going," and he'd be like, "That's cool," you know. <laughs> and then I we do the call on Wednesday, and I'd be like, "Yo, three days, bro," you know. So it, it was. Support some prog- prog- progress to a, a sober buddy, and yeah, I, of course I'd start sipping again. But I, I try to telling you, John, like yeah, took too much. Yeah, and breaks are good. Uh, breaks are good to do, especially yeah. just to find some rebalance yourself. That's why I think you're dope too for not smoking cigs, dude. Because oh, tobacco no. really—that's another thing that's like fuck, fucking nicotine, yeah. man. You know, like yeah, that's been a trip for me. Um, much easier this time, I guess, but I'm, I think day 29 or day 30 right now. Tight. Uh, it's a good streak, man. Yeah. And it's interesting, though. So I, I wear this Apple Watch, that, so it's got my heartbeat and all that stuff, and my, it tracks my sleep. Uh-huh. Um, Has my, it been healthier since you quit? No, my resting heartbeat is significantly higher almost uh, all the time. Do you think that it will drop after a week or I, two? I'm hoping. Okay. You know, I'm hoping, like, because I was going to be much lower. Mm-hmm. I have noticed if I, you know, if I walk up a flight of stairs or in my work, if I have to run up a flight of stairs, I don't feel as gassed. That's good. Um, more, more, I can, more breath. Yeah. I can have a conversation with somebody once I get to the top of the stairs, but yeah, I just always feel like my heart is racing. Yeah. I think it's just adjusting to dealing with the normal stresses without that relief of going to smoke or take a break or walk away from everybody. Yeah. Um, but it's it's crazy because I'll just go check with them. I'm like, I feel like I'm just high intensity right now. And I'll look at my resting heartbeat is 115. And I've been sitting on the couch for an hour. Word. I haven't even moved. Word. Yeah. Uh, do you, did you go to the doctor at all or anything? No, nah, I haven't been to a doctor in like 20 years. Word. Yeah. Um, I don't like going to the doctor either, but maybe some kind of uh, test run. Because if, if it's still like that after a couple months, yeah, that oh, I'd be concerned. Yeah, because yeah. because you uh my other thing my take on it because I know tobacco kind of restricts your veins, so if your veins 
haven't been restricted like they normally have for yeah. a month, and maybe your heart's just yeah. trying to push the blood through faster because you're like, yo, yeah. there's way more space to cover now. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's a little harder. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Maybe it'll even out, man. Yeah. Well, and like the app I use to track the days and stuff, it uh, has like the estimated time of like when you should get your full, uh, your blood pressure should be back to normal, your heart rate, your 2A, your risk of lung disease or heart disease, lung cancer, and then circulation, yeah. things like that. So that's been kind of cool to see. Like, I've only, it, according to the app, I've only got like 30% of my circulation back to normal. Okay. So maybe once that gets back. Yeah, it'll... maybe when it hits 50, it's 70. Yeah. Because for dude, like, I, I feel like I one of these pictures slimmer. And, oh, yeah. And I'm just like, man, I, <laughs> I see pictures of myself bigger and smaller yeah. in the past. And so it's like, yeah. well, I, I mean, feel like you're, you're going to slim down. Yeah. You'll <laughs> yeah. slim down. I was, God, you know, my, my heaviest, I maxed, I couldn't even, I, I was getting the error codes on my scale. My oh. scale would max at 400. Oh, damn. And so I, I, I took that really hard when I found that. I was like, this is not okay. You know, I'm, I was probably 30 at the time. And I was like, I can't do this. Like, I got to figure out how much I weigh. So I started I started working out pretty hard, watching what I was doing a little bit more. And after two or three weeks, I was like, man, I'm still getting the error code. Like, how big did I get? Yeah. It was driving me nuts. Because typically my whole life, I've, I've been able to lose weight pretty quick and easy if I change, make those changes. This time, it wasn't happening. And all of a sudden, finally, I hit like 389 or not three 399 or something like that. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. So like body and what I've done in the past to lose weight, I'm going to guess I was about 420 pounds. Damn. And because that's it took me to get down to that readable number. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I got back down to like 376 and I was feeling great. It just took one fucking moment of yeah to drink my fucking night away, yeah. eat a bunch, and then just fucking, of course, you feel like shit so you don't go to the gym the next day and then just fall out of it again. Yeah, man. The getting in that routine. Like, that's... My sister was always super fit, dude. And the couple months I stayed with her, I would walk her dogs. Yeah. And it's a few blocks and they beat at the end and so it's like cool yeah. man i got 20 minutes and some some pace walking you know and just uh run to and from my car delivering boxes so it was like feel the need to work out too much but once i uh started doing more lift and not doing the boxes it just i could feel myself gaining because yeah. i feel like age has to do with it too oh, tj because yeah. i could a lot faster too when i was younger yeah. and just even with this covid i've sat on the couch watch movies for two months and just ate yeah. and i like i probably gained at least 20 pounds and it's going off because i've been working more instacart pushing yeah. a cart around and then delivering to the door and some of that shit from costco is heavy as fuck yeah, so it's like man yeah so it, it uh i feel a little bit better and more on a good path with my health because I drink a lot of vodka too for those first two months. Yeah, a lot. That's not. Yeah, you know. Yeah, this is. I started trying to drink vodka for a while <laughs> because be better than what I normally drink. I was like health wise anyway. Yeah, uh, but it. I just ended up drinking like twice as much vodka, and I was like, this ain't gonna work. I need to figure out. My wife was on my ass. She was like, drinking's too expensive. And I was like, okay, well, I'll go back an OE then. Yeah. <laughs> it's cheap and it's yeah. like your drink is not healthy i was like which one is it you want me to be healthy or spend less money yeah. it's like because i gotta make that decision i could i could drink healthier but it's gonna cost us a lot more money because i'm a big dude who's been drinking a long time so it takes a lot to get me faded yeah and not that i'm trying to get faded every but i need to feel something or else what's the point yeah, trying to numb the uh the nerves yeah a bit. and uh, and and please and plus i'm a night person so people are ready to wrap it up you know, 11, midnight at the latest, you know. Yeah. That's my time. So it's yeah. like, I'm not trying to wrap it up till 4 a.m. So, yeah, I'm going to drink more and more trying to get there because I'm not tired. And that's the worst crash when you sober up after drinking while you're still awake. Yeah. And then you're like, this this sucks. Like, no. And I grew up with family who was like, no, rally, keep it going. Yeah. <laughs> it's six. Let's go to the store, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. Like, I I can't count how many times we drank the night away until the store opened back up just to go back again. Yeah. That's, man, I've to see I'd black out. Yeah. Because last till about 3 or 4 a.m., 
And then it's like once the pill wore off, all of the shit I drank would hit me at uh, once. And I'd blank out 11 a.m. at someone else's house. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sitting there putting CDs in their CD player and recording again. Yeah. You know what I mean, I'm like, what? Like, where, yeah, you know I mean? where did like, that go? Yeah, and everybody's like, dude, what? And I'm freaking out, you know what I mean? And I got like one homie with me, a bunch of strangers, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, drove us here, you know what I mean? You drove us to the store to get beer at six. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ. I got to fucking go home, man. Like, I'm sorry for freaking out, but I, I didn't understand where I was at. So later, y'all. You know? I, hate, I hate those nights, though. Like, I, I remember we had a, we had a, um, drinking in uh, one of my cousin's garages, and then I would sniff anything, bro. If if you could crush it up, I'd sniff it. So yeah, I think I think one of my cousin's little homies had like a bunch of Adderall or some shit like that. Yeah, he's like, yeah, man, these work just like this, and I'm like, no shit. And he's like, yeah. So we, oh man, those things lasted us forever. And I remember we had Bone Harmony. I tried. Yeah, it's on repeat for hours. Like this, we would just have that one song on repeat for hours. The Adderall and, anthem. Yeah, that was just the <laughs> shit. And then, because we'd run out of cocaine, and then we'd be like, "Okay, what can we sniff now?" So we would get to that, and then I remember we were going through that time of waiting for the the beer to be the time to hit, so we could buy alcohol again. And this, you know what? I know where we can get some. I know where we can get some shit. I was like, "Where?" He's like, can you drive? I'm like, fuck yeah, I could drive. I'm awake, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, all right, let's go to my res. I was like, yeah. And I don't even know where the fuck it was, but I drove this motherfucker all the way to his res. Don't know where it was. Yeah. We were in Spokane, so whatever, maybe the closest res was. I don't right. know. CDA res. Yeah, probably. There, yeah. <laughs> Driver's ass all the way over there. And all of a sudden, I'm in this house where I'm like coming to, like, where the fuck am I? And why am I here? Yeah. And why is this fool sleeping on the couch and I'm sitting here wide awake? Like, yeah. How do I get home? <laughs> I yeah. don't even know what's going on. Like, horror. They make you do horrible things. That's for sure. Yeah, dude. It, it feels good to make smarter and healthier choices yeah. nowadays. You yeah. know, because I would have happened. Oh yeah, we could have ended up in worse trouble. Yeah. You know? So I, I just try to be thankful and grateful. And yeah, like any of my little homies or because my kids are gonna grow up, you know, and and that's I gotta try and tell them the same thing. Like. Be a little bit responsible. Here's the shit I fucked up on. If you can learn anything from that, please do and yeah. apply it to your game. You yeah. Know what I mean, like, yeah, toughest too, because you want them to learn from the mistakes. Yeah, but there's some you don't want them to make on their own. Hell like you no. want them to learn from. That's why we made them, so you don't yeah. have to. Like, yeah. take my word for it, because I shouldn't be alive. There's no fucking way in hell I should be alive. Yeah, I uh, I passed out at the wheel twice total without a seatbelt on two times woke up in a crashed situation yeah it's because my head hit the windshield both times when emts arrived they said there's no way in hell you should be alive right now and it's like i'm just like light up a cigarette and i'm like (laughs) like, (laughs) like, and they're just and i I, it took me so long to learn from these things because i just felt i don't know if it was I felt indestructible or if I just felt like I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But, you know, those were dark times. And yeah, like you said, I'm so glad we're at a point now where it's like, we don't have to worry about that with healthier decisions. Yeah. Knowing where I'm going to sleep, knowing where I'm waking up. Yeah, dude, not winging it for a weekend, yeah. man. Yeah. Like that. That's I'm, I'm shout out to my old lady for giving me a ride and picking <laughs> me up. Cause yeah. It, yeah. Well, that's why, you know, we, I love hosting the podcast here. Cause it's like, yeah. That's the ultimate safety thing for me. Is like I got a ten foot walk to my house. Yeah, it's a really nice space too, yeah. TJ. It's comfortable in here. You got all the action figures. <laughs> yeah. you got bongs and bullshit sign, man, and all the album covers. Like, yeah, uh, I love it. It's, it took some time, man. And then, dude, like once you get a couple of cameras on tripods and do yeah. video with the podcast too at the same yeah. time, it's an, it, it's gonna be like Rap City, the basement, yeah. bro. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, you can even do like uh freestyle yeah. circles and shit. Like Yeah. Yeah, that was some fun shit we did. Like, you know, Crown Royal, um, recording artist. He's from New Mexico. He moved up to the northwest quite a few years back. He did on one made. It's a nice little freestyle for a couple minutes. Um shirts come on the show. He's a musician, recording artist, producer, engineer. He's a live instrument though, so he grabbed a guitar off the wall and just fucking 
kicked back and he played some fucking riffs and we all fucking did like a freestyle country song. Right, <laughs> like it was hilarious, you know, just Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. Just get the creative minds together and just fucking have fun. Yeah. Man, that's why I like hanging out over here too, man. Like it's good vibes. Yeah. And then there's uh no drums either. It's like everybody drink this or drink that. Yeah. You know what I mean, nobody's pissed off at each other. Yeah, we've yet to have an argument erupt in here, which is good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nobody seriously opposing views yeah. on the politics and yeah, no. Luckily, I think we all we all share a similar opinion, or we we respect each other enough to yeah. hear each other out on everything. No doubt. Are you is is beers, bongs, and bullshit? Are you planning to do any any other um, category specific podcast besides that one? Or are you just gonna roll with that one for the future? Oh, actually, you said that because I just did a, a little test. I called it like a test interlude. Yep. Um, called a. What did I call it? I think I called it Beers, Bongs, and Bullshit Presents Truthfully Speaking with True Justice. Yeah. and um, That was like the eight-minute one where you played yeah. one of your songs in the middle? Yeah. Okay. And so, yeah, we're trying to do the test run to have a song play to see if we can play some shit that's actually on Spotify and iTunes and YouTube and all that shit without getting taken down. Because we want to start shedding some light on especially the region. You know, we want to be able to have people send their music in, yeah. be able to play it, and we'll do like our own little uh, shout-out to Urban Plugs. Um, yeah. when they used to do bump it or dump it you know we that was huge for artists in the area they'd send their music in have it go on the radio waves and well we got a full of artists who've been they know the game like why don't we play it and like let them know what we think about it you know talk yeah. about it say hey you know work on this or that's great or pick a new fucking hobby bro like yeah because <laughs> yeah, there's inevitably gonna be something terrible yeah yeah there's always gonna be something terrible yeah, and we're gonna piss people off because that's what happens. But um, yeah, honesty but, is the best policy, yeah. man. Our skin's thick enough to take it, you know. It's yeah. like, and sometimes theirs won't be, but we'll find out. But so, but but with the truthfully speaking interludes, I, I like I was saying earlier, I just I want to podcast all the fucking time. Yeah, but from ball game trying to maintain your own conversation alone. Yeah, like how the <laughs> fuck do you just sit here <laughs> and talk by yourself as opposed to having a table full of homies? Yeah. So it, it's going to be something I'm probably going to work on. I might, you know, have people come join me, things like that. But I yeah, I think ever, I'm going to use it for those interlude times where I'm like. If you ever need your body for that yeah. one too, bro, hit me up. Like, yeah. Because okay. that sounds dope to me. Yeah. Because I just like the bullshit still. It's like, and especially I like to talk about, there's so much shit on social media every day. So much news going on. There's always a subject to talk about. There is. And so it's like every day I know there's something to have at least a 15, 30 minute to an hour discussion about it. Yeah, and and I like to scour the local news too, yeah. dude, because there is little gems in there that yeah. aren't gonna get played anywhere else but this city. Yeah, you know right. I mean, yeah, maybe in Lewiston, <laughs> maybe in Coeur d'Alene or something. Yeah, that's it. Seattle doesn't run our shit. Yeah, much unless it's like a huge murder or something. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I want to be able to talk about that stuff just to get it out because it, it doesn't know. I mean, for any, uh, there's plenty of people who haven't heard beers, bongs, and bullshit yet, but it's like. Our average length of an episode is probably three and a half hours. Lengthy episodes. Yeah. So, I mean, we the, the first time you came on the show, we did six hours and ten minutes. Hell yeah. <laughs> it was long. It was fun, though. Yeah. I, time flew, but yeah. when listening to it, it, it took me four tries yeah. to get through it. I yeah. couldn't listen to it all in one sitting. Yeah, and I wouldn't imagine anybody really could, but it's like, but I look from those people that said they actually finished it. Like, they went back and they wanted to finish because I'm like, that's what's up. Yeah, that means a lot to me too, dude. Yeah. Like when you said my my performing good, I'm like, fuck, that's cool. Yeah, I don't think anybody would listen to that <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, cool because it's it. six hours. Like we, we hear a lot of good feedback, just especially you specifically, because they really enjoy getting educated about the the Native American culture. Oh, tight, they man. love hearing about it because we see it misrepresented so often, or we see it. um we see people that we know are Native American, especially in Spokane. Yeah. But as we've discussed, they, they don't, they're not really connected with their culture so much or like the yeah. ins and outs of it. And they represent it well. Yeah. Some, there's a lot of, yeah, I understand what you're saying. I, I did. I grew up on my res. And yeah. I speak my language. And yeah. I hunt and I fish and my bros do too. Yeah. It's cool when Anwan asks me questions yeah. like that. I'm like, he's yeah my rap homie and we watch the fights but he's into fishing yeah. and hunting now yeah. too so i'm just like yeah, bro, well you know that. your shit bro i mean like yeah. you're, i love talking with you because i feel like 
always going to learn something. Like, you're just always going to bring something up. Where I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, and you talk to other people, you're just like, man, you dumb as fuck, man. Like, I don't even know how I could talk to you. You're not one of those people. You're somebody who's like educated, experienced. You know what? You don't bullshit. Yeah. You know what you're saying? Something. It's because you know it. You're yeah. not just throwing answers in the air. No. And, to, thanks, man. I appreciate that. I, I try to prefix. And I'm theorizing, yeah. right? I'm like, okay, we don't know. Yeah. We just say this happened. Yeah. But it, it is most of the shit. I try and read and, uh, but, but like, dude, on the internet is more fun when there's actual conversation. Yeah. And it's not scripted. That's yeah. why I like the podcast shit, too. Yeah. You know? And, and it's dope that you say you guys learned something because we are trying to be informational and educational with our podcast. It was yeah. more about uh, cannabis, but. Even with the entertainment, the, the music and film stuff, like, these of it, man, like, a lot of shit. So so did the other guests on our show. So it's cool to hear you tell the, the stories about the work that you've done. Because yeah. anybody fan or who is trying to take a similar path can hear those stories. And, you know, I'm, you know if they're Mexican, they're like, oh, that's right there, too. So, yeah. it, you know, that's... That's my hope anyway with, with skin kids because I can't, I can't mentor everyone, you know, but it's like I try to keep honest in, in the content that I create. And if you ask me a question on my show, I'll tell you, man, yeah. this is what happened. Yeah. Thought it was good, but it wasn't, you know, like, fuck. So. And I was like, you're, you're kind of a different personality online sometimes. Yeah. Like, I, I, Cause you, you got like less patience from dumb motherfuckers. I online. do. On the internet, I do. I'm just like, fuck. You know, like it is like, I, I, I don't know. And maybe it's just cause I'm more passionate about the written word. <laughs> yeah. You know, I can speak whenever, however, but it's yeah. like, if I'm taking the time to put letters together, yeah. words in a sentence, like. Cause sometimes I, I feel bad for the people who comment on your shit. Cause you're just so short with I'm just like, ah, why why do why do they not, why do they bother commenting? Yeah, like, you have to know what you're getting yourself into. Because yeah. I swear I've seen you say something like, "That's cool." You cry like a bitch on your way home on your own page or something like that. I'm just yeah. like, oh my god, like, cry around no on your page. Yeah, yeah, it is. Like, and some certain cases too. I fucking know that guy, and he is fucking <laughs> yeah. crying around. Yeah. You know, it's like whatever, bro. Post that on your wall. But yeah. sometimes it's a stranger. And I'm just like, dude, I don't know you, and yeah. I don't really like you. I could give a fuck what you have to say, dude. Yeah. You know? And usually they'll delete me. Yeah. So <laughs> I just, I don't know. I, I, I'm not a super prick, but it's like I want negative energy, yeah. DJ, electronically or otherwise. Yeah. It's like, nah, man, I want, I want cool people around me. And these cool people can say negative things toward me, towards me, you know, like if they had a bad day or if they think I'm fucking up, then that's cool. Yeah. But fucking strange. I don't care what you think, you yeah. Know? Unless it's responding to my art, like yeah. this song sucked. I'll I'll take that. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but at least you shared it and took yeah. the time to listen to it and comment on yeah. it because I appreciate that. Yeah. You know. So I don't know. Book. I'm kind of an asshole sometimes. It's funny though because everybody. Yeah. That's the beauty. You got to run your page how you want to run your page. Yeah. And I, I was I would get a kick out of it. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. You know, because it, it is. I try to. I try to write. I talk you know yeah. what I mean and a little bit more cuss words when I'm talking to you guys on the phone or something you know but I, I try to write like that yeah. my teachers always tell me that like like the way you're right I'm like all right yeah. try to write like I talk you know yeah. like when you're asking me like what's yeah yeah no, it's dialect basically yeah. you know? well yeah. yeah. <laughs> and now I read it totally different in complete comprehension I was yeah. like all right I get it now I yeah it. I get it I love it or or in it, you know, it's like, yeah, it's uh, I am from the res, TJ. Some of these words are just gonna be with me forever. You know? No, it's always interesting. Like, so I mentioned a couple of times to you, at least when I moved to Wisconsin, and I uh, linked up with a, a name group from uh, Ida. Oh, that was the trap. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, there were rappers too. No, I don't think I knew any that rap. I dated. Oh, which I don't actually think she was from Oneida. She was from something else. Okay. Um, but uh, she had some cousins that rap. But now, like, uh, just all kids that, uh, you know, some of them play basketball. Some of them just, like, listen to them. That's where, man. Where? I swear. Thugs and Harmony on that reservation. I'll tell you what. You like Bone Thugs yeah. on my reservation. Yeah. Um, that was always different to me because it was a whole different experience of uh American culture and of course different tribes and everything but here like we talked about 
it's different. You know, it seems like the Native Americans, the majority that I meet out here represent more of the black culture. Yeah. And um, over there, complete opposite. It was like they were, they were understanding of their culture and their background and their tribal, their ceremonies, their powwows, their recipes, their stories, their elders, their respect, things like that. It was yeah huge. And I fell in love with it because, um, you know, one of my good friends out there, Darwin, he, um, his grandfather passed away. And uh, I remember their their uh, thing was burned for seven days straight, and somebody always had to be at the fire, so they would take shifts basically to make sure the flame burned yeah. for seven days straight. And that's tight. I remember he had his shift, yeah. and you know we're seventeen years old, and you know he's you know doing all this, and, but he was he was to it because he respected it all so much, you know things like that. And they treated me like family, bro. Like they let me come to everything i remember being there with him for one of his shifts and just you know being silent bullshitting around the fire just and it was just all about keeping the energy alive for that fire for seven days it was cool hell yeah that's tight man oneida man that's cool yeah it was fun i'm gonna get oh yeah no doubt hey man is there any any leftovers in there they're ipa-ish i'll have one of those for leaving a beer in the fridge (laughs) while we're waiting ladies and gentlemen uh, I'd like to tell everyone to please check out Beers, Bongs, and Bullshit podcast on Spotify. You guys are on Apple Music too, right, TJ? Not yet. Spotify and YouTube? Spotify and Google Podcasts. Good looking out, man. Okay. So, yeah, that's one thing, too. I, I always liked uh, Mexican folks from when I was in college. They uh, they always invited us to their functions and try to turn us at the door because there was a couple Mexican fraternities. and It just felt good. Every time it was a, a white fraternity and sometimes the black fraternities too they'd be too cool you know yeah. to let us in oh yeah yo, you yeah. know like all the time yeah that's why i've always been so proud of my my mexican culture it's like it's always been such a welcoming thing i've had a cool experience in milwaukee um with the black culture uh i had a name uh dre and out uh on uh was it like 32nd and garfield in milwaukee and it was the blackest neighborhood I've ever been to. Yeah. And so different. And I went there with a white boy to meet up with our homeboy who was black to live there. Yeah. And my white boyfriend, man, he was, he was like, yeah. he was like, this is my dream. Like all these girls, yeah, like to be here, like, cause yeah. he wanted, he wanted to be black. And he was one of those white guys. And it's more nervous. Cause I was like neighborhood. I'm yeah. in a whole different area. I was like, my family's from in California. Yeah, it's they don't get along with, with black people. Yeah, so I was, like, this, black yeah is, I was like, this is gonna be yeah. different. Like, do they feel the same about me? Am I intruding? Like, how's it gonna go? Yeah, very different. But no, man, they were so fucking dope. That's cool. So man. welcoming. Like, it, but it was different. It was funny because it's, it's funny you see how much like we actually have in common with different cultures. You know, we walk in, very loving mother sitting there. He's got like, eight cousins, uncles that all live in the house. They're just all hanging out at the house fucking family dinners it's just it was different they cook different food than we do but it's yeah. same fucking structure same fucking line of chain of command respect for mom she runs the shit she tells you to do something you fucking do it you yeah. fuck it it was just it was cool it was fun and then we got to explore the fucking city with him yeah. and then it felt more comfortable because he it was his city you know yeah hell yeah but milwaukee was a trip i don't know if you've been there i haven't but- i when my homie leotis and his little brother loan lived out there for years a couple years i yeah. think so that place is it can be that's for sure yeah, they kind of heard a couple yeah. stories too yeah. but it was it was definitely fun we we uh i got to learn about the prostitution game out there that night and oh really yeah that was that was some fun times because like yeah. <laughs> just it seeing is. the different workers out there like one of them clearly a dude wearing a diaper yeah and Apparently, people have a thing for that, bro. Like, it's That's just, fucking like, crazy, man. Yeah. It was interesting. It was fun, though. Yeah. Memories for it. For it. it was weird, too, because sometimes girls would cycle into the club you're DJing at, and they're from out of town. And I'm like, do you like to party? And I'm like, I smoke weed. You yeah. know what I mean? And then after that, they'd say, it's 200 for the hour. Yeah. Just like, smoke weed. <laughs> and I like, I didn't understand at first. They, they hit me with that a few times before I asked somebody. Yeah. They're like, man, they're, trying to, they're selling it. Yeah. And I was like, oh. like yeah. I was pretty naive coming from my way. Yeah. Well, like, the lingo's different. It man. is. In Milwaukee, it was, are you doing yeah. something? Yeah. You know, like, it's like, it. yeah. Yeah. 
he's uh, like, just he's a roll down the window and ask if she's doing something. Uh, I was like, what do you mean if she's doing? He's like, just say it. That's as we just say it. Like, <laughs> so we pull up, roll down the window. I go, hey girl, trying to act all like I know, like I know what's going on. I'm like, hey girl, you doing something? <laughs> I'm fucking seventeen, a little fucking douchebag, and she she look at me and she just fucking nods her head. Yep, and I'm like, oh shit, it works. <laughs> it works. Yeah, fucking a, man. And it's funny learning that shit because and like he was you want to go get in traffic and i'm like where are we like nowhere you want to go in traffic yeah. i'm like like road trip like <laughs> but that was his lingo for just go out let's just yeah. go out and figure something out to do it i was just like okay okay learning it all yeah. so uh okay we had it out already TJ. oh yeah we are go for like 10 more minutes. Is there anything you want to promote or, or pump up and let it run, run as a pepper, you know, for, um, for anybody listening? Yeah. Beers, beers, bullshit podcast, like give, give them your spiel, man. Yeah. Uh, just uh, hopefully, hopefully we get some, get some more, uh, more listens over to beers, bongs and bullshit. We're on Spotify. Um, that's our biggest one right now. Um, we're on Facebook. I think it's under BBB podcast, you know, um, Instagram beers, bongs and bullshit podcast. Um, we're fresh, we're new, we're starting up, and we're just trying to uh, keep the moment going. So uh, I, I host the show with uh, my boys On One and Big P, and and I'll do music together for many, many years. So, we, uh, yeah, venturing into this, and hopefully it's the beginning of a long journey. No doubt. Same, man. It's a long grind, TJ, but it's a fun one, man. Yeah. Um, and then also, can you talk about uh, any tentative date for your um music releases that you're working on yeah so my plan is my plan is to have them both done um toward the end of fall we'll see how that goes um on how how much i really get get moving just because i wasn't expecting to find another love in my life (laughs) and it being the podcast but um definitely by the end of the year i'm hoping to have both projects done and out and released and christmas yeah at the at the latest my my goal is halloween Okay. So, all right, cool. So, would anything else you'd like to add, man? Any ideas or, or anything else you want to promote before we do our outro dance? Um, no. I'm, uh, my album Ambivalence is uh, still freshly new. So you can catch it on all that shit, yep. Spotify, yeah, um, iTunes. Check out uh, Joker featuring Decoz, and then uh, Steady on the Grind with Big P. Yeah, the Grind Part Two. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. My bad, my bad. Yeah, but yeah. that song's tough. Yeah. Right. yeah, I love that. We're talking about doing possibly a video. I want to start getting some more visuals done. So, um, it's tough. I don't, I don't know a lot of videographers. So I'm playing with my, my iPhone and things like that, trying to figure because I, I don't like relying on others. So I'll let you borrow my gimbal for a week. Oh, you got some stuff, huh? Yeah, you just okay. use your phone. It's like a steady can, dude. Oh, like yeah. you, uh, your phone probably shoots in 4K. It's just I wouldn't rep. Is editing in 4K, you need a fucking badass computer. Okay. So just in regular 1080p. Okay. You could shoot in that steady cam. Like it, yeah. it's good, bro. Oh, uh, yeah. And it's got, so you, you just zoom with the wheel. Oh, okay. You don't ever touch your phone. Oh, shit. It's pretty cool. I'll let you borrow for a couple 2020, weeks. 2020, man. man. Yeah. It's fucking crazy shit. Yeah. It's yeah. only like 100 bucks, too. So it's okay. a pretty cheap investment. For, yeah, I'd love to test run it. For See being able to, yeah, create content pretty, pretty good. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I appreciate you having me on here, man, to promote my shit on your shit, man. I love it because I think you had, like I said, you had me on your shit before we even had shit. So I fucking loved it, man. You were definitely one of the people who inspired us to do it. Oh, yeah, no doubt, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for letting me broadcast at your spot. Too, oh, yeah, man. made it easy for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. It's uh, been a good show. And then anytime you want to come back, man, like when, when you drop the, the music projects. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And then if you, some, you get a super high profile guest and it, Gets a million views or a million listens, then come on the show after yeah. that to talk yeah. about it. You know, yeah. what I mean? so, and I'll send that book to you when I finish it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Any any kind of rough draft script, yeah. anything, dude. I'd, I'd love yeah. to get feedback. And, yeah, actually, yeah, off of air, I'll brainstorm with you a little bit, let you know what's going on with it. Okay, cool. All right, so that's that's pretty much it, ladies and gentlemen, for the episode with TJ. My bad, true justice. I'm gonna do my outro dance. This was the 72nd episode of Concerned Dabs Podcast. I was your host, Katie M. King. Our guest tonight, ladies and gentlemen, George Flopez, a.k.a. Han Cholo, a.k.a. True Justice, a.k.a. TJ Regalado from Beers, 
bongs and bullshit podcast please check those guys out on spotify and on google Podcasts on more platforms in the future also check out his new albums in the future before christmas titled veritas equitas and a moment of truth yes and then uh follow beers bongs and bullshit on all social media platforms follow true justice on all social media platforms please get on give it a listen and if you're really about it and you're old school like me cop that disc man i all got to give a shout out to my guys in production, Mitchell Wilson and Jesse Curry. This has been a main node and Joseph Street Enterprise production.